The world is an unpredictable place and sometimes can be unstable. We never know what might be coming down the pike. Don't let insurance be the thing that keeps you up at night. Let Scott Gillette and the professionals at Farmers Insurance handle all of the unknowns for you. Scott and his team have all the answers you're looking for when it comes to having proper insurance coverage that won't break the bank. Give him a call today at 918-336-7770 or swing by 1725 Southeast Washington Boulevard, Suite B in Bartlesville, Oklahoma today and have a face-to-face conversation with Scott. We are farmers. Well, hello everybody. Welcome back to the Northfield Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be a part of the program today. As always, I want to say thanks to our friends at Outpost Coffee for providing us with incredible caffeinated beverages. Check these guys out, outpostcoffeeco.com. So what I want to do today is I want to talk about fathers. I want to talk about the necessity, the need for fathers. Like we live in a culture that man doesn't value fathers and and every boy when they're little has a dream of being something epic. They don't, they don't dream of you talk to a six year old boy. You do not hear in his voice a, a desire to be mediocre. Every young boy has a desire to do big things. Uh, my son is no different. When he was younger, he's now 13. When he was younger, though, he, he had a desire and love of all things wrestling. Loved the, the guys that were the big guys. The bigger, the better. Um, he loved the massive, strong giants in the ring and the things that they could do, the way they could fly through the air, the way they could do all the things that they did. And he always wanted to say, Dad, I want to be that big. That's how big I want to be. I want to get that big. Every boy has a dream of being strong. Every boy has a dream of being important. And I firmly, I firmly believe that there's nothing wrong with boys wanting to be strong. Like I know that we live in a culture right now that teaches that boys need to have, um, they need to be in touch with their their feminine side. I man, I disagree. I disagree. Um, there, now I'm not saying men can't be sensitive, but men. Men are built by God to be masculine, not feminine. Women are built to be feminine, not masculine. That's, that, that's how God designed it. And every, every boy has a desire to be a strong man. Like, and it's, it's only through the years and years and years of, of cultural conditioning that they change their perspective and they have this desire, well, I, I, I'm a boy's trapped or a girl trapped inside of a boy's body. And we have, that's, that's called indoctrination. That's called conditioning. If you just, if you put a, like they've done studies, they put little boys uninhibited, don't try to teach them anything, put them in a room full of toys. Within a few moments, everything turns into a gun. Girls are over nurturing, taking care of, loving, having, you know, getting together. Boys are fighting and wrestling. That's because God put that in us. Like we have that desire. Every boy has a dream of being strong and important. Like that's, and there's nothing wrong with those natures. Like that's how God designed it. Every little boy has son, some untamed tendencies and there's nothing wrong with that. Men have a wild streak in them. Like now listen, not controlled by the Holy Spirit. That can be a problem. I get that. And I'm, man, I'm, I'm a hundred percent on board. That could be a problem. Um, but but men, boys have a sense of adventure. They they that's been put in by God Himself. Um, 
one of the things my, my oldest son, Gabe, man, he loves to get into the wilderness. He loves to go hiking. He loves to camp. He loves to do all these things. Um, my, my middle son, Austin, and he loves to build and cultivate and, and try to try to figure things out. He's a, he's a thinker and, a, and a just analytical works things out and man, he can, can take apart. Like he literally on his own without help from anybody figured out how to take his entire car apart uh, in the center console where he needed to get out and get into a CD player, take that CD player apart, put it back together and then reinstall it. Like that's, that's the desires of men to be able to do these things. And, and the world has done everything in its power to pull that out of boys, pull that out of men. And it needs to stay there. We need a balanced setup here. We need, okay, because here's, I, I get it. Like I said, without the control of the Holy Spirit, you can get what's called this, this I mean, harmful masculinity where men hurt women and hurt the weak. But you get a man who's on fire for the Lord, understands discipline, understands having um, the control of the Holy Spirit, and, and has a desire to love those that are around him and protect and build and cultivate. Man, that is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. And listen, I know that it's a difficult thing to, ha- to, to do. The world's a broken place. Sin has come in and fractured everything. And oftentimes... The dreams that boys have can become nightmares. And and you don't have to look very far. The evidence is being played out every single day on the news. This is why it's vital that young boys have godly influences in their lives. And our society tries to tell you and I that fathers, godly fathers, are not needed whatsoever. And when it comes to influencing children... Women are told, you don't need a man. You don't need a man. And man, I wholeheartedly disagree with that. And so with the word of God, we need godly fathers to step in and and nurture, teach, train, love, discipline. We need godly fathers to do that. That, 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 that's, that's how God's designed it to be. Now, there's a side where we need mothers, but I'm not addressing the ladies. I'm talking to men. So we have women who have no desire for a man to be around and they're encouraged by culture to make this a reality. And I know that that is not a popular opinion in the world because women have this, we've, women, once, once again, women have been conditioned by the current culture, not biblical history on how things should work. And so we have this hyper-feminist movement that has literally done its dead-level best to neuter men. And we have no stable, true men in the majority of homes in America. And we can say all day long that men are not needed, but the data is coming out of the fatherlessness, and the fatherless epidemic in our country. Children in father absent homes are almost four times more likely to be poor in 2011 12% of this is like this is in 2011 um, 12% of children in married couple families were living in poverty compare that to 44% of children in mother only families 
The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services stated that fatherless children are dramatically greater or at a greater risk for drug and alcohol abuse. So children in single mother homes are more than twice as likely to commit suicide. These are these are jaw-droppingly heartbreaking stats. That that's devastating on a heart level. And and behind every one of those stats is a little boy or a little girl who has hopes and dreams and desires. Every one of those stats there's a there's a there's a human being behind it men are important that's what i want us to understand men are important and we need godly men to encourage and be a part of their children's lives if we're going to have any hope for the future um there was a study done and i i know that this is it's not a I, I'm cautious when I go to these, you know, when I compare animals to humans because human beings are not animals. So I, I get that. But this is a interesting scenario. Some years ago, there was a there was officials in the Kroger, I'm sorry, Kruger National Park. It was a game reserve in South Africa. And they were faced with a growing elephant population problem. The population of African elephants... Um, once endangered, had grown larger than the park could sustain, so measures had to be taken to um, thin out the ranks. So we had to figure out a way to get rid of these, move elephants out, out of this reserve. So they, they, they put a, a plan together to relocate some of these elephants uh, to another reserve. And so what they did is they, they used um, helicopters and it turned out the the harnesses it, it just wasn't working it, it couldn't handle the bull elephants all it could handle was the female elephants and the juvenile elephants so what they did is they harnessed female mother elephants and the juvenile elephants and and male elephants and took them off put them in this other reserve rangers began finding after they put all these elephants in this reserve rangers started finding dead bodies of endangered white rhinoceroses um they thought well maybe this poachers that have done this poachers are the ones who have done this but um come to find out it, it it wasn't done by gunshot and they started doing some some really uh, detailed look into this and it was a precise deep puncture wound that was left via a, a, a tusk not a not a bullet so not much in the wild can kill a rhino but a, an elephant can and so they started doing some some work they put up some trail cams and they found out that the that there was these gangs or marauding gangs of aggressive juvenile male elephants that were running through, that had been relocated, that were running through the park, making a muck. 
And the young males were caught on camera chasing down rhinos, knocking them over, stomping them, uh, and goring them to death with their tusks. These juvenile elephants were terrorizing other animals in the park. Such, um, such behavior was very rare among elephants. Something had gone terribly wrong. So these people were like, what happened? This, this isn't how elephants are supposed to act. This isn't normal. What's, why is this happening? So some of the park rangers settled on a theory. What was missing from the relocated herd? Um, it was the presence of a dominant male elephant. The bull male elephant wasn't there. Such behavior was very rare in elephants that had strong male role models. Juvenile male elephants um, are, are, are put in line by... The older males, they, they did some really um, detailed studies and left without a solid male role model. These rangers theorized and, and came, to, came to realize that, that uh, younger elephants were missing a civilized influence from their elders and it was causing devastation in the parks. So what did they do? They brought in older, dominant bulls. And within just a week or so, all that stopped. Why? Because the dominant male elephant didn't, didn't deal. He said, listen, we ain't playing that way, boys. We're not doing that. We're not, we're not going to act like that. It's not how young men act. That's not how we as elephants work. So they had that, that hierarchy worked out. And these, these older bull elephants kept these young bucks in line and <laughs> you say okay well, why is that important well think about it the facts are there if young men don't have older godly men to model true gospel-centered masculinity for them we see the results that are happening in our culture today we have either one of two spectrums we have the the aggressive psychotic terrorizing young groups of young men or we have a hyper-feminist, transgender um, pandemic that is happening. We need godly fathers and father figures to shine a light of hope in a dark and dying world. We need men who, who love Jesus above everything else and lead their families to the throne room of God's grace. And until that's done, don't expect the world to change. Because it's not going to. You can sit there all day long and say, well, we need to do this. We need to do this. We need to do that. We need to do this. Nothing is going to work outside of a gospel-centered understanding of headship, submission, and leadership, godly leadership. We need older men to show younger men that, yes, they've done it. Here's how we've done it. Here's how we've, here's how we've lived our lives. Here's the things, here's the mistakes we've made. Here's how God forgave me. This is the, this is the direction that we're going to. And the only reason that we have it is because it's been given to us as a gift. The Lord Jesus has revealed to us that we are sinful, that we need to be saved and changed and rectified and, and, and set on a path. Jesus is the answer. And for, for us to think any other way, for us to think, oh, there's no way that that's not going to work. That's not going to work. It, it just won't work. You're going to end up having chaos on every level. And I'm telling you, it is dangerous what we're doing. And we need to be on 
the on guard. And the only way we do that is we need godly fathers who love the Lord Jesus Christ, who are willing to, to lay down their lives for their children, who are willing to discipline their young sons and nurture their young sons and teach their sons what it looks like to be a godly man so that we can carry on a, a lineage, a legacy of godly masculinity. God help us in this. And I'm telling you, that's the answer. That's the answer to this entire thing. And my hope is that we'll take time to really think about this and move in a forward direction towards the Lord Jesus Christ, not running after the world and the things of the world, but rather we will run towards Christ. And as a result of that, I think it, we win. Why? Because Christ is the answer. So this Father's Day weekend, I want you, I just want to challenge you guys that, that get in, dads, get your kids to church. Dads, don't, well, we're going fishing. Well, we're doing this. Oh, we're going, okay, later. First things first on Sunday mornings. When you wake up on Sunday morning, be the first one out of bed. Get the coffee going. Fire up some praise and worship music. Man, get some stuff lined out. Say, listen, we're going to church. We're going to get there early. We're going to get there excited. We're going to go in and have a, have a desire to follow and love and, and, and pursue Jesus above all else. And then after church is over, we're going to have a good lunch. We're going to go fishing. We're going to hang out. We're going to do everything we can to, to foster environments of godly masculinity. And I'm telling you, we win. We will win, guys. All right. I love you all. Talk to you soon. Hey, are you guys looking for a stable employer? Um, DSR in Bartlesville is hiring. Check out dsrbartlesville.com for the latest information on what is happening there. Uh, DSR is a technology company that has been in business for over 40 years in Bartlesville and, and hires hundreds of people. It's a stable work environment, plenty of plenty of work to do. If you're looking for a stable income and a great place to work, check out dsrbartlesville.com.